Good morning, good afternoon. I don't know when you're listening, but I'm glad you're listening. What's good? It's your boy, Mikey Rebello, host of the Can We Keep It Real podcast and also doing the new Anchor FM Bulldogs podcast, which is formerly New England Patriot Rundown. How you doing today? The Westerly Bulldogs, 5-0 and on the season, are going to be playing Mount Hope, which is 3-2 and on the season. Mount Hope recently knocked off West Warwick Wizards, which was an undefeated team in West Warwick last Friday. Will this be the week the undefeated Westerly Bulldog receives a challenge from any opponent? The only challenge I've seen so far yet was Middletown, which had no luck against the Bulldogs as it was. But Mount Hope is coming into Friday's matchup in Westerly, Rhode Island with a 3-2 overall record, 3-1 in the Division 2B football schedule. After starting the season with losses to Division 1 East Providence and Burrowville, the Huskies are on a three-game winning streak. The most impressive win of the season for the Mount Hope Huskies had to come last week against West Warwick when the Huskies gave West Warwick the first loss of the season, putting the whip ass down 42-12. Mount Hope put the foot on the gas and scored points up to 20 points in the fourth quarter alone. Not too bad for the Huskies, huh? But are they going to have the same success that they had with West Warwick? Playing the Westerly Bulldogs. The sophomore quarterback, Jordan Pompey. Is he going to present a challenge to the Westerly's defense? No team has yet. Westerly's defense seemed incredible. But people are not realizing how good Westerly Bulldogs defense is. Because of the way that Westerly's offensive playing. Scoring umpteen yards. Averaging 10.1 Yards per carry. That's like a first down every time Westerly Bulldogs touch the ball. They run a lot of red zone reads where the quarterback is really reading a player, said Coach Dwayne Miranda. But Westerly does have a very physical, a very disciplined defense at the same time. So Coach Miranda is busy teaching his team how to read, how to read quarterbacks, how to read What's going on? I mean, they do a lot of work inside the film room, and which I think personally puts Westerly way ahead of a lot of teams in the Rhode Island Interscholastic League play. I think the Bulldogs are by far more trained, more better. They like to use a lot of slants and screens. Um, The quarterback, the sophomore Pompey, is only going to get better. He likes to do a lot of bootleg runs. I mean, this is really, is this going to be the first quarterback that Westerly has faced? I thought Mount Pleasant's quarterback, Deuce Addison, was going to present a little challenge. Looking at his numbers, he had 800 and I think close to 800 yards on the season when Westerly played Mount Pleasant in week three, no, week four. So I thought that Mount Pleasant was going to, you know, I thought that would have been a time for our defense to be tested. The Middletown game was very, very strong. The kid Mason, I think he was, number 21, was a very, very good player. But Mount Hope, 
They run the ball like 60% of the time, according to Coach Miranda. So, you know, and um, and last week, the kid Morton was a very good player for the Huskies. You know, he's a big kid. Coach Miranda said that he's like 240 pounds and he leads block on a lot of his plays. And sometimes they also give him the ball. Defensively, Coach Miranda said he expects the Huskies to blitz, blitz, blitz and try to get through Westerly's gaps. So that's a good time for the offensive line to make sure you plug them holes up. You stay on your feet. You keep the men in front of you. Don't let them behind you. That's what they really have to do. And defense, same thing. You have to you have to check the, the linebackers have to come in on them running plays because they're going to run the ball a lot. But they also have a quarterback that is not afraid to drop back and pass. He's not afraid to slant it. He's not afraid to run bootlegs. Coach Miranda pointed out that two years ago that they beat Westerly in I think it was the quarterfinal playoff game. The Bulldogs are averaging halftime scores this season of 35 points, which is freaking phenomenal. Tristan Toronto leads the team. Get this, 917 yards, 20 touchdowns. Not only leads the team, not only leads the division, leads all divisions, he leads all high schools. Like, that is phenomenal. All the guys are playing very, very well. Peter Fazaro's playing well on both sides of the ball. Um... A lot of guys are really improving. Even Nick Lazaron improved his timing on extra points. I mean, everybody's on that field practicing. They're having indoor drills. They're having outdoor drills. I mean, Miranda's pumping in sound. He's really letting these guys really, really train. These kids are eager to get after a Mount Hope game. And I know this is going to be a very, very good team going down the road. This is definitely, definitely a playoff team, man. What do you guys think, man? What's going to happen? We'll have to stay tuned and check us out on WBLQ tomorrow. Football show Saturday morning. Download the app. 1230 WBLQ. It's in your app store. You have to check out the app, man. Listen to the game tonight. And if you want to see it live, it's also on Westerly Life. Look in Facebook, Westerly Life, L-I-F-E. I'm your boy, Mikey Ribello. I'm the host, Can We Keep It Real? And Anchor FM Bulldogs. What's going on? We back at your boy, Mikey Rebello, man. Right now is Thursday. How's everybody doing, man? Going over some Rhode Island high school football. Shout out to North Kingstown High School, Cumberland High School, for putting on a Rhode Island National Guard Salute to Service game. North Kingston beat down on Cumberland 35-14 in a Division 1A football matchup Friday night. Both teams wore camouflage uniforms. That's right. They wore camouflage uniforms saluting the Rhode Island National Guard servicemen. Halftime, they had a special celebration with a parade of all types of veterans and heroes alike. And it ended with a World War II. Get this, 93-year-old George Silver walking out onto the field, man. Special, special moment. George Silver, imagine the things that this man saw, 93 
years old, man. Well, salute to them teams, but North Kingstown, they're looking pretty, pretty good, man. They they knocked off Cumberland. You know, we'll have to keep an eye on all the high school matchups and really see what's going on. So what is on the high school football docket this week for October 12, 2018? Well, we have Coventry High School traveling to Mount Pleasant Stadium for 6 p.m. start time. And you have Prout High School, which is uh, traveling to North Smithfield. That's going to be a league start, 6 p.m. And then you have Tiverton coming to Ponagansett. Burrowville traveling to Middletown High School. Middletown, very, very strong team. Burrowville, 5-0. Looking really, really good. Johnston High School traveling to Lincoln for a 7 p.m. start. Then you got Bishop Hendrick in the Cranston East. East Greenwich High School playing Rogers. Cranston West playing Barrington. Narragansett traveling to Smithfield. All 7 p.m. starts. Mount Hope High School traveling to Westerly, Rhode Island to take on the 5-0 Westerly Bulldogs. Then you have North Kingston playing St. Raphael's. And St. Raphael's, they do not have a win on the season. So North Kingston is already pretty much favored in that game. So look for their record to improve. And Portsmouth going to LaSalle Academy down in Providence, Rhode Island. And I've been a critic of LaSalle all season. East Providence High School, traveling to Shea High School for a 7 p.m. start. Now, there are some Saturday games on October 13th. You're going to have Classical High School going to Juanita, which they actually play on the same field. Now, 1 o'clock start, you're going to have West Warwick and Woonsocket, Tollgate and Hope High School, Pilgrim in North Providence at 1.30, Tolman at Central Falls High School and Cumberland at South Kingston High School. And a 2.30 Saturday game will be Central High School at Moses Brown. Then this weekend's games, Friday, October 12th and Saturday, October 13th. I'm looking at the Junior Varsity games on the Rhode Island InterscholasticLeague.org, their website. And how many games have actually been scratched? This season alone. If we go back, let's just start September 3rd and we'll go to present, right? You had uh, West Warwick Pilgrim game was scratched. And then you had the classical Tolman game scratched. Juanita Mount Pleasant scratched. Smithfield Central Falls scratched. Moses Brown Shea High School no game. Burrowville Mount Pleasant. Charahover Situate. North Smithfield versus Smithfield High School. No game. Mount Hope, Moses Brown. North Providence versus Smithfield. Another game, Tolman and Ponagansett was canceled. Central Falls, um, I'm sorry, Central High School in Portsmouth was canceled. Westerly, Middletown High School's canceled. Narragansett versus Central Falls. That never happened. Rogers versus Classical, Juanita versus Burrowville, Moses Brown versus South Kingston. And we're only like at October 9th right now. Smithfield, Charahoe, Situatoman. I mean, just the list just keeps going, man. Shea, uh, Shea, Moses Brown, Narragansett versus Smithfield. All these teams, 
all their games was scratched off simply because they don't have enough people to play. Not enough people are playing football anymore. I mean, at least 20, 25,000 kids this year, less than what signed up last year or the previous year. You know, parents are worried about players getting hurt, concussions, and well, you should be, but I know at the high school in this area, they have a good doctor on staff that's at all the games, and all these kids go through baseline testing in the beginning of the season. They're not allowed to play, and they wouldn't really send a kid in there to get hurt, but I don't think it's any more dangerous than any other kind of sport, wrestling, baseball. I mean, they all have potentials for injury, but it's just crazy how there's not enough players for these kids to play, So the JV kids usually, you know, some of them end up as a look team for the varsity or a number two. But it puts these coaches in a real tough position to really put a good product on the field, you know, because it takes a couple years before a team really gets good. I mean, you look at Westerly, you know, they have them in the max preps number three. And they're also the Rhode Island media pool. I think they are at number five. So. That's probably the best that that school has ever done in a long time. So it didn't happen overnight. It took a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, a lot of training from the coaches, the staff, a lot of people behind the scenes, all the way down to the players, all the to the parents. You know, the, the parents have to deal with a lot of this stuff too. So, you know, shout out to all of them and to everybody else that helps out these high school sports leagues. Can I talk about LaSalle? high school football team for a minute and this Rhode Island media poll like this week they have LaSalle coming in right at number two number two in the state behind Hendricken now I don't even see how that is like LaSalle right now three and two on the season right let's look at who LaSalle beat they beat South Kingston at home by a score of 34 to three all right you beat a mud hole in them right then they beat a Moses Brown team that right now is sitting at 19th in the state according to the Rhode Island media poll. I mean, we're going to get to the actual where I think they should be. And I mean, I know a lot of people say Max Preps, but I think Max Preps is way more realistic, right? So they beat Moses Brown, which Moses Brown is not the team that they were last year. They beat them 47 to 21. Now they still let that Moses Brown team get 21 points up on them. They lost at home to Bishop Hendrickson, 47-28. to 28. Yes, they did put up 28 against the number one Bishop Hendrickson, which I have no doubt that Bishop Hendrickson should be in that number one spot. All right, here is the game that really you want to look at in my whole equation with LaSalle High School. Look, they beat Central High School 44-30. to 30. Now... Central High School, they let get 30 points up on them, right? So, another reason they shouldn't be number two in the poll. Now, Central High School, they're one and four on the season, right? I don't, are they in this poll? Let's see. Um, well, what they have here, they have number one, Hendrickson. Number two, LaSalle. Number three, North Kingstown. Number four, Cranston West. Number five, Westerly. 
Number six, Boroughville. Number seven, Shea. Number eight, Cranston West. East Providence and Woonsocket. Them are the top ten. And then they have 11 down to 20. You have Cumberland, East Greenwich, West Warwick, Portsmouth, Mount Hope, Central Falls, Tolman, Ponagansett, Moses Brown, and North Smithfield, right? Them are the top 20 players in the Rhode Island High School poll. Now, LaSalle beat Central. But Central barely beat Mount Pleasant, which Westerly Bulldogs, like, put a mud hole stomping in Mount Pleasant by a score of, what, 55 to nothing? I mean, it was just ridiculous, the beating that they put on that football team. So I think that this Rhode Island media poll, I mean, there really is something wrong with that. I don't see how LaSalle should be in that number two position. I mean, you look based on the points that they're allowing teams to score up on them, you know, 44 to 30. They let Central get 30 points on them, right? 47 to 21. 47 to 28 lost at home to Bishop Hendrickson. You know what I mean? 47 points. They let a team get up on them. Westerly hasn't let any team get up on them. I think for the season, opposing teams only get up 32 points on the Westerly Bulldogs. So I think Westerly should at least be up in number three. Oh, I would put North Kingstown definitely at number two. And we'll go on from there. I mean, but what do you think? I mean, I don't see, like, how the hell LaSalle is at number two. With a 3-2 and two record. Let's talk about it. Another team LaSalle beat. South Kingston. They're at 1-4. and four. The only team that they beat is Barrington. Uh, a score of 17 to nothing. So again, why is LaSalle number 2 in the state media poll? That's, just answer that question, man. Just I mean, it's a simple, simple answer. Let's look at Max Prep stats. But we're going to do that in the next segment. So stick around. We're going to talk about it, right? <laughs> 